Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, Elk, it's felt like the longest wait ever for this epic contest that is about to get underway. The Ryder Cup in Rome at Marco Simone begins tomorrow. And you had said on the Tour Report this week that it's going to be a clash of the titans. Now, after the first match pairings were announced, uh, I think it's safe to say it has got epic battle written all over it. Yeah, I saw some interesting statistics on uh, the Golf Channel, Diane. Like 61% of the the teams that win the opening series go on to win the Cup. And the and, and 69%, almost 70% of the people that lead after day one go on to win the mm-hmm. Cup. So day one is very important. And as I look at these pairings uh, from the, our captains here, uh, Zach Johnson and Luke Donald, there's a couple of surprising pairings. There's a couple that are pretty... Uh, could I should I say ordinary? Okay, okay, right. Well, um, first of all, we're starting with foursomes, so alternate shot, and well, let's run through who the pairings are and what the contests are going to be. So, match one is Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns against John Ram and Terrell Hatton. Now, you did say that. You thought Scotty Scheffler was going to strike the first ball for the US team and John Ram for the Europeans. So you're probably correct in that sense. And no huge surprises there. Um, let's start with Scheffler and Burns because you did say that, you know, you thought that they were going to be playing together. So what do you make of, first of all, them as a team and, well, them going up against John Ram and Terrell Hatton? Well, I'm not, you know, I don't really have a dog in this fight, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Scheffler, a big fan of Ram, so I'm kind of coin flippy on this as far as who I want to win. But I'm just going to break down what I see. I did predict that Scheffler, they're playing the pod format and the Americans. I said that the, the, the worst putter on the American team is going to pick the best putter on this pod, and that's uh, Sam Burns. But Sam Burns has the worst statistics, tee to green, of anyone in out of these 24 players. So. I don't quite understand this pairing. I may be, I may be wrong, but I, I like Ram and Hatton in this first match. I think, obviously, uh, Luke Donald, and we'll talk about the final pairing from the Europeans. They bookend themselves with the emotional leaders yes. of this team, um, with you know Ram and Hatton, and, and no surprise that McElroy is going to be in the final group to sort of seal off this morning foursomes. Playing one ball is a very tricky game, Diane. You know, you've got to hit the, you know, it's the sort of the most, that the most difficult. The Europeans have a distinct advantage in this format. They, they seem to do well in it. Americans have not done as well. So what do you, what, how do you try to win a foursomes match? The best way to do it is have two straight hitters and get tons of chances for birdies. And uh, this is a bit of a dangerous pairing here, I think. Zach Johnson has put Scheffler. He's the number one player in the world. He's been working hard on his putting. He hopes all that pays off and carry Burns and pull him along here. So what do you see? 
Well, I think it's worth noting that uh, Sam Burns won the match play event um, and was up against Scotty Scheffler. It came down to the two of them who was going to take home the trophy at the WGC Dell Technologies match play. And they're really good friends. And I think that, you know, we've seen it with Jordan Smith and Justin Thomas, who are notably missing from the first session. But the friendship factor, I mean, they know each other well. They know each other's tendencies, personalities, how they're going to react to certain situations. And they know each other's games inside out as well. Um, and we know that Scheffler's putting has been such a contentious issue. And if anything, it's been so blown up. We also know that he's got a new putting coach in Phil Kenyon and he's been working his butt off <laughs> to identify what the issue was and then to go on and fix it. Um, I think it's always extremely hard to rule out Scotty Scheffler, um, which, you know, we obviously know he's been leading strokes game tee to green throughout the entire season. Um, Sam Burns, yes, but I go back to the match play win. And I think this year has been a little bit topsy-turvy for Burns. I think the two of them together, they're going to work well together, obviously. John Ram has not been in form. And we talked about that on the tour report. I think the Ryder Cup is a separate entity. You have to maybe, you know, slightly disregard stats and recent form from the playoffs because it's different. And John Ram and Terrell Hatton are the most fiery guys on the team. So to have them playing together, I think is going to be electric to watch. And secondly, I think that they are going to potentially be a real power pairing for Team Europe. Now, you, you've done a lot of talking there. Do you, do you actually have a pick in this match? <laughs> yes, I do. I think it's pretty obvious at the end of it that I am going to take John Ram and Terrell Hatton. Now, okay. I do have a horse in the race, and I'm not going to just pick with my heart and be completely biased. Well, but I think that uh, I'm going to favour Ram and Hatton um, in this first match. Well, to... to uh... You know, not to counter anything you've said, I'm not writing off Scheffler. I'm just writing him off tomorrow in this first foursomes match. Oh, okay. And I'm not writing off Ram because he is the player of the year. I think he won four times on the tour, including the Masters. So it's about time for Ram to find form. So uh, mm -hmm. this is a very strong pairing for the Euros. And I, I've got them on the board one up in this in this match. And uh, I just want to add that John Ram's already winning because his wife at the gala... Um, the gala dinner looked sensational. Kelly Ram won for me out of all the wives. So he's already been winning this week. Um, I'm looking at the official odds on DraftKings, by the way. Um, and Ram and Hatton are the favourites at plus 105. Scheffler and Burns plus 10. And um, plus 500 for a tie, which um, nah, we're not sitting on the fence. We don't do that on the show. <laughs> no, never. Okay, so there you go. First match. I, I'll... I won't talk as much for the rest of them, I promise. No, no, I don't mind the talking. I was just waiting. To, I was hoping that you had a – I knew where you were going. I was just, I was just waiting for it. That was all. Uh, well, I, I've got my uh, winner for match two. Max Homa and Brian Harmon against Victor Hovland and Ludwig Aberg, the hot new kid on the block. Now, obviously, Max Homa and Brian Harmon, I didn't see that pairing. But now when I look at it and look at the strengths of their games individually – it's great. And these are two rookies that are paired up together in the very first match. Or very first session, sorry. Yeah, three rookie players in this match. And I think if I'm 
Zach Johnson, and I'm reading what he's putting down here with these two plays. He's putting two rookies out together. Of course, Hon Honmer uh, went, went 5-0 and in the President's Cup this year. And, and of course, Brian Harmon probably, you know, for, for anyone's guess, probably spent the most time under the most pressure this year on the final yeah. 18 goals of the Open Championship. So... What this what this pairing does what this what this pairing tells me, Diane, is that these two players are playing very very well. For Zach Johnson to put these two together, two rookies in a foursomes match, they must mm -hmm. be playing flawless golf at this point, and that's that's my guess. I don't know that, but that's why why they're there. On the other hand, we got Victor Hovland, who's holding three wood shots in practice <laughs> on par fours, and Aberg, who, well. Let's be honest, he, he's been called a generational talent. He did sort of crumple a little bit in the European Masters or the European PGA at Wentworth the other week with the lead. He, he shot 76 on Sunday. Will that affect him? I don't think so. I mean, he, he's, he'll be up for this. He knows there's two rookies on the other side. But Hovland and Aberg are probably going to be a pair we're going to see all week. And... I'm going to pick Homer and Harmon because I believe what Zach Johnson sees, these two are ready. They're playing excellent golf, obviously. And these other two are, I could flip a coin and pick, I could, I, I know where you're going probably because they're, they're probably your two favorite guys. Good looking <laughs> young guys. Um, I'm going to pick Harmon and Harmon and uh, Homer. Okay, well, if you think they're going to win, you can get them for plus 130. I'm going for Hovland and Aberg. There's no one playing better, you know, towards the end of the season than Victor Hovland, who won the BMW Championship and then went on to lift the FedEx Cup. When you compare Hovland now to Hovland that we saw at Whistling Straits two years ago, you know, completely different player. He's worked so hard on a short game and, and it has paid dividends because we've just seen really I go back to the open at St Andrews since then how he's just elevated his game to a whole new level so yeah. Hovland and then <laughs> Ludwig how, Aberg how, how could anyone pull against Hovland and Aberg no. I mean and Aberg's never played in a major before and he's making his debut Ryder Cup appearance and playing in the first session which well, is that's amazing the only reason, that's the only reason that I'm picking the other two guys is I think if, 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 there was a, if there was ever a chance for a couple of nervy, loose shots, it could come out of Aberg in foursomes because you don't get any rhythm in foursomes, Diane. For those that uh, most everybody understands foursomes, you're playing with one ball between the two of you. So mm -hmm. there's, there's gaps between the times you play. Um, that's it. That's the only separation I see here. I've got two star players on one team, top 10 and the Open champion, playing the best player on the planet and a guy that's generational talent okay but never been in the fire pit before i think that it's very hard for aberg to obviously prepare for that and it's going to be a completely new experience playing in the first session teeing off in the second match when you know that first tee is obviously going to be so fired up on friday morning um with the crowds in the coliseum there but i think that the alternate shot is going to help him i think it's going to give him the chance to breathe a little bit and compose himself knowing that he's playing with Hovland, who just won the FedEx Cup, and secondly, is the nicest guy on the planet. <laughs> I don't think there'll so, be a lot of breathing, though. I think you're wrong there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm excited to much, see 
I don't think there's I don't think there's much air on the first tee for the players. Yeah, well, um, they're minus one fifteen, so the Europeans are the favourites in the second match. So we'll see how that goes. Hey, I've got Europe winning the first two matches right out of the gate. Um, match three. It's going to change a little bit for me, I think. Ricky Fowler and Colin Morikawa going against Shane Lowry and Sepp Straka. I'll be honest, yeah. straight away, I was a little bit surprised to see Lowry and Straka, one, playing together, and secondly, appearing in the first session. Yes, me too. Um, we thought we were going to see McElroy and uh, Lowry. Um, that might have been... a. That might, we might still see that, but uh, yeah. this was a little bit of a head-scratcher. I'm going to give Fowler and Morikawa the edge here. Morikawa, of course, is the straightest player probably for the last three or four years on the tour, two major championships. Ricky Fowler is a great putter. He has a mm-hmm. lot of experience. He uh, He's played all these matches. He's Ryder Cup. He's, pre- you know, he's, he's Walker Cup. He's... he's I think Ricky Fowler is going to be fine in this match. And and I would say this is the, the Europeans' weakest team out of this morning's session. Could be wrong, but Strack has never been in there. Uh, Lowry is a great player, and I think they're hoping, if I'm thinking that I'm Luke Donner, why am I putting these two guys out there? I'm thinking that Stracker, as I said about Harmon and Honma, I think Stracker is showing a lot to Donald in practice, mm-hmm. and he's going to put him out with a, with a seasoned veteran and see if he can show him the ropes real quick because – they need points, just like everyone needs points. For for this Ryder Cup to separate themselves, Diane, we saw Rory McIlroy didn't play well at Whistling Straits. We saw all the really top players, you know, gather points for their team on the American side. And that's what it's going to take for Europe. Ram's going to have to win three. Rory's going to have to win three. Fleetwood's going to have to win two or three. So is Lowry. The experienced guy is going to have to show up. Mm-hmm. Fowler and Morikawa are the bookies' favourites here, minus 115, and Lowry and Straka are plus 130 at DraftKings right now. I agree. I'm going to take Fowler and Morikawa in this because, as you said, you know, straight hitter and great putter. And we have Ricky Fowler. Well, they both have Ryder Cup experience. Um, Fowler's going to be hungry having missed out on the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. Um, you know, and we know the dip that he went through, and we know that he's obviously won at the Rocket Mortgage this year and has had, you know, a bit of a revitalization. I think Fowler is gonna just be itching to get back out there, um, Morikawa as well, and combined. And he's, putting very, and he's putting very well, Diane, yeah. which is a huge thing in, in foursomes play. Morikawa's weakest club in the bag as he's putting almost like the top match with Scheffler Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, I could put Fowler and Morikawa up top and switch those and, and maybe get the same outcome. But uh, I like I like, I like like the Americans in this match. Me too. But what I like about Sepp Straka is I think that he has proved just how mega talented he is. He's closed out for two great wins on the PGA Tour. And I'd yep. like to think he could be a real underdog in the Well, we know, we know for sure... Diane, that both the captains are very experienced. They're young. They're basically young players, both playing the mm-hmm. tour. They know who's playing well. And they're yeah. putting out maybe not what everyone thought is their best teams on, on either side, but they're, they're, I believe they're putting out the ones that they're in the most informed currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. A few surprises on the European side, but really none on the US side. Um, final match on Friday yes. morning. 
is Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley um, against Rory McIlroy and Tommy Fleetwood. So no surprises with Shoffley and Cantley. We knew they were going to be together. We knew they were going to be together. Um, we, I, I said this is the Americans' strongest team. Um, mm-hmm. I watched the, I watched when they announced the teams, and the two players are looking at the other two players like, okay, yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be something else. This match, so. <laughs> Uh, Rory McIlroy uh, and Tommy Fleetwood uh, a delicious pairing for the European Del- <laughs> Um I don't think you could have two more beloved players uh, mm-hmm. playing together in a match. And yeah. I don't think the outcome of this match uh, will split up Shoffley or Cantlay. I think you could set your clock and for four or five hours after these two tee off, you could skip the whole match and you're going to watch them come down 18 because that's where I think this match yeah. is going to come down to, Diane. Yeah. Both McElroy's a long hitter, the best driver in the game. Fleetwood's probably one of the best iron players. Shoffley and Cantlay's one of the best drivers in the world. Shoffley's one of the best iron. I mean, this is this is, this is is the big matchup. Yeah. Um, McElroy and Fleetwood are actually the bookies' favourites at plus 100. And I think that would be the home court advantage. I think if it was played in America, it would be the other way around. Yeah, Uh, plus 120 for Team USA in this match. And also, I think that Rory was very disappointed with how he performed for the Europeans at Whistling Straits. And we saw him get really, really emotional when he walked off the course on Sunday. Um, Rory's had a great year. He has had a fantastic year. Yes, he didn't get the major win that he was looking for um, and didn't win the FedEx Cup. And Fleetwood has been playing really well, you know, you know, towards the kind of second half when he almost won in Canada for his first win on the PGA Tour. Fleetwood has been playing great and he's been in contention there or thereabouts pretty much every time he's teed it up. So I, I agree with you. This is going to be the match and the close one. But I'm looking for some down-the-stretch drama and another Euro point. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And and if, if you go by my picks, I've got Scheffler and Burns getting beat by uh, Rahman Hatton, and I've got uh, Harmon and, and uh, Homer beating Aberg and Hovland. Uh, Fowler and Morikara, like, and I think this session is going to come out two and two, which in my book, that means that means I would have to pick McElroy and Fleetwood in this. I think this is going to be a split session. I do not see a 3-1 here at all. Do you? Yeah, uh, yes, I'm going 3-1. You know? <laughs> In Europe. <laughs> I figured you would. Yeah. <laughs> we have to start strong. <laughs> we've we've been talking about this for two years that the Europeans are gonna have to start strong in this Ryder Cup. Um, and as you say, home advantage. The European fans were very absent from Whistling Straits two years ago because we still had these COVID travel restrictions and there were very few European fans they're going to be out in droves at Marco Simone this week um, there's going to be a lot of US support because there obviously always is but I think oh my gosh I've got goosebumps even thinking about how it's going to be tomorrow morning when those guys are stepping up to the first tee yeah and I think most of these American players are used to that they, they know that they know what's coming fortunately none of those got none of those fans are hitting any shots Diane but it, it I'm, I'm sure it will be very intimidating. Uh, I've been on the I've been on the opposite side of that. Not a Ryder Cup, but a Presidents Cup. There's a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, 
uh, you're playing two guys on the other side tomorrow with one ball, and that's the name mm-hmm. of the game. You've got to put this ball in play off the tee, give your partner the best chance to get on the green and move forward. Um, anything can happen in these matches and, and usually does. We're speculating here, Diane, by some statistics and some gut feelings. But one thing for sure, and I'll reiterate what I said five minutes ago, is I believe that both captains are looking at the players that are playing the best golf in practice in Rome currently for this morning session. Are you going to be setting your alarm for half past midnight? I'll probably just leave the telly on with no volume and hope I wake up in the middle of the night. (laughs) My husband took this week off work so that he could set his alarm for 3am, he's told me. Um, It all kicks off at 1.30am Eastern. So, yeah, so pumped up for it, so excited for it. And um, Now, what were you... Will you be doing the typical Euro thing? Will you be doing some potato pancakes and uh, and some tenants beer or something? What 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 will be the? I don't think there's going to be much tomorrow, but someday I'm going to host a little breakfast for my family. And the funny thing is going to be we'll have my husband and my dad are the two Americans, and then myself, my mum, and my brother are going to be representing Team Europe. But Sunday we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here. Who knows how we're all going to be feeling on Sunday morning? Um, I've got I've got a feeling that nobody's going to be disappointed. I think this is going to be a very tight match. We've got four rookies on both teams. I would give the nod on the rookies to the Americans. Uh, Of course, the Europeans get the nod on the course and the crowd support. This is going to be a very close series. Uh, But tomorrow morning, I've got a two-two. You've got a three-one. That would be a massive lead for the uh, the Europeans, Diane. Yeah, too right. Okay, well, keep checking back with Secret Golf. Um, we will be keeping up today and giving our thoughts once the Ryder Cup gets underway on Friday morning. Sports Social Podcast Network.